My check. Yo, one, two, one, two. Good to go. Yo, happy new year. I ain't speak to you. Happy new year, brother. How's everything? It's good. It's good. Chilling, chilling, chilling. You know, trying to bring bring good positive vibes into the year. You know what I'm saying? Had to make sure my affairs was in order before I start rolling out the game plan. But so you renounce your um fanship as a Lakers fan or what? My who? Being a fan what? of the Lakers. I thought that's what you said. You was doing a new year, new you. So, you know, he's letting some of the bad stuff. Yo, you know this got to stay in the recording, right? Like, I don't care how you mix this in. <laughs> I don't care how you mix this in. Like, if, 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 I have, if I have a willing testament for abuse from the clutch, is that, <laughs> that this little skit that you just plotted out and executed with perfection, your little, your little one-on-one fast break that you just ran on me. I need, I need this to be in the podcast. Like this, this can't be deleted. So I, you got to clip it and sniff it, make it happen. I, I, I bleed purple and gold, son. Just like you bleed that orange and blue, son. We already know what it is. We loyal to the core. Besides the fact that my team is what? Back themselves. Our guys put a beat down on them earlier this year. Happy New Year. I go by the name of Smart Alex. I'm here with my brother from another. See, Grand was good. And we return in 2023 with another edition of Views from the Clutch. As always, thank you to our supporters, listeners, and subscribers. If you'd like to join us, you can do so by following us on any of the podcasts and platforms we're hosted on. You can reach us directly at viewsfromtheclutch at gmail.com. Tag us on social media at Views from the Clutch on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Coming soon to YouTube. What up? Yo. What up? Yeah. What's good? You tell me what's the good word. You tell me what's good. You talking to me, talking about, oh, new year, new me. Am I ready to renounce my loyalty to the to, to the Lakers? That, that's how, I mean, that's I how we reality, each other? That's, I'm just saying, we, what do you mean reality? What's reality? The reality, your team is not as good as you thought they were going to be this year. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, previous clarify. Nah, 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 nah. How good did I say they was going to be? Better than 500? No. I never said so that. So, you thought they were. I said, I said I projected them to, at best, be fighting for a playing spot. I'm pretty sure it's, you know, we, we do this. Yeah, but like, so you think, you think that they're not fighting for anything right now. They're fighting to for a high draft pick that they don't own. Bro, what version of the NBA standards you've been looking at? Yo, they're twelfth right now. Well, did did behind? They're, yeah, they're half. Well, actually, it says half a game out of the, the tenth spot. The tenth spot, which is the play-in. Which is the yeah. play-in. 
All right. So, so okay. Just, so what are you saying? They're competing. What I'm players? saying is, we had a previous podcast, a couple of podcasts. Oh, okay. So you, we're going back. You to the, under the can impression. They get to 500? I said, I said they would have to go on a crazy run to get to 500. We went over the games, and, and going over the games, I agree with you that you're right. It is very okay. unlikely that they will be able to win that. Like, how, do you need okay. like false remembrance so that I could just reinforce that you right? That's what this is. You, you, you see, you false remember. How do you false remember something? What is a false remember? Well, no, 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 no. You falsely forget. That's what you do because I oh, know all this was said. Right. Okay. I know. I did say false remember. See, see, this is that. See, you see, this is what happens when you go to school with somebody and y'all both went to school for criminal justice, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the person will sit up there and nail you on every miss. If every misspeaking that you do, any any type of snap, you know, you're not getting away with it. I was it's just making right sure. Now. I was just following yeah, to make sure. Yeah, yeah. We were yeah. saying you're the, the same security thing. guard with the flashlight. You're the security guard with the flashlight. Just wow, just, just the it security. In the kids eyes for no reason. That's wow, what you're doing top right security, the world, Chris. Yeah, yeah. You you campus you you, you campus patrol nah, at ten o'clock man. on a Friday. Mm-mm. No, yeah, it's just man. you. You were, you have, you have three future Hall of Famers on your team who are still underachieving, and you have, you have underachieving. Yes, underachieving. Define underachieving. You talking about the team, or you talking about them individually as players? The only one. Word? Yes, since we do. Okay, that. the since only one. The only one who is I can say really. Un- Russell Westbrook, right? Because he's underachieving. Yeah, because Braun is. He's still close to averaging a triple double while coming off the bench. That's not what Russ is doing. He's not averaging coming off the bench. Okay, nobody in the history of basketball has come off the bench and averaged a triple double. So he would have to do that. Nobody in the history has has had multiple triple double average or triple double seasons. So he's moved the ball for himself. No, you moved the ball for himself just so you can say that he's How? having a bad season. He's not having a bad season. He is so, right okay. within his normal level of performance, which is what he was. A, a normal season for a bad team. That's what you're saying. No, he's having a normal season for the player that he is on a bad team. The Lakers are okay. currently below 500. We're not so he's 15. Okay, so, so he's 15, 6, and 8. Okay, his uh, stats. Let's see. This. How many minutes oh. per game? I'm looking. That's how what many I gotta look. Game? Hold on, let me look. Hold on, son. Let me look. He's averaging 28, the lowest in his career. So, so he, playing he's 30 his, minutes a game, he's averaging 16. What? No, 15. 16, 15, of, 15.1. 15.1. So that's 15. 15.1. So, so he's averaging 15. Mm-hmm. Six six rebounds and eight assists. All right, cool. So he's averaging starting point guard assists. He's, I'm pretty sure there's some point guards out there who are averaging. Who, who, who what is what is Kyle Lowry doing right now with starters minutes? Like, what are we doing Kyle, right now? See, Kyle, are we still stop playing with me? Yo, but wait, but wait, is Miami under 500? They're not. 500. No, they're not. They're not under 500 though. And they're not the purple and gold, and they don't have LeBron James on the team. Matter of fact, the last time Miami had LeBron James on the team, they were winning. Yo, did you get like cut off in traffic by a Lakers fan? 
Is that what this is about? You got some purple, you got some purple and gold on your bumper. This is not me. No, it's all possible. good. You've never had this energy in us part in in our. You just this is what you started for twenty twenty three. Oh, this is new energy to see dread. No, nah, like, I just I'm want you to see. I just want to see what what at some point you might listen. Let me say this. What, what this is it? You want me to this, bail on the season? You want me to say that? Oh, the season. I'm enjoying the season, well, and I've never put them in the. I'm a basketball fan. That's why we can do this podcast. The Lakers fan. It's how never. How well the Lakers do. Mm, it's mm, never mm. gonna be just about how the Lakers are doing. So it's so it's this season is just and I think you said this before. I will I will agree that you I think you said something to the fact that you believe this season is just for LeBron to break Kareem's record. You don't see the team going far at all. So I agree Correct. with that. You definitely um you definitely uh said something like that. So you basically was just saying you punting on the season. LeBron's getting a scoring NBA career starts. Okay, so I, I do agree with that. You did say that you were punting on the season. That's fit. That's fine, and that, and that makes sense. You know, you don't want to be tied into you know getting your hopes up. So no, yeah, but no, I, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Listen, listen, everybody out there, listen. This is not about. <laughs> this is not about hopes. That's not why we podcast. Because if we podcast, then we might as well switch to a, a different topic besides basketball this is about being reasonable with my expectations from what i know from my experience playing a game of basketball this that this is my opinion this is not hopes i can't look at the lakers my hopes are that the lakers turn the season around wind up in the playoffs and mysteriously Mm -hmm. win a championship that's what a fan hopes for Mm -hmm. for his team what my realistic expectations are for what i consider myself to be as a basketball fan, no. I see the Lakers oh. exactly where they at, and that's where I protected them, fighting for a playoff spot. And they're doing oh, it playing, playing, AD. playing. Playing, playoff, cool. Not the same. You know that. I know, because the, the Knicks didn't do that last year either, so they know what that feels like. So, but listen, mean, there's plenty of other We don't have LeBron James on our team. We don't have okay. arguably one of the top – Three plays, the greatest plays in the history of the NBA. So we don't even have Kareem. We don't even have have a top twenty player in the league currently. I mean, it's been a while since y'all had one. Period. So, but my point is, my point is, the thing about it is, so my expectations are not. Oh, hopefully they'll just miraculously turn their season around. No. Even as a fan, I know that's not. I'm not even hoping for that because I know that's not a reality. And I would never want to put that out in my mind to to just be disappointed at some point. I want them to win as many games as possible and play and play and play <laughs> effective, effectively. So which, wait. So so the argument is that because LeBron is so good, the Lakers shouldn't be bad. Is that what you're, when, that's no, what you're projecting? No, no. My thing is, well, let me say this. LeBron, AD, and Russ at this point. Now, granted, let me say this. Granted, AD is still being himself. He'll, we don't know when he's playing, and when he does play, he plays good, but he can't play consistently long enough. It's kind of the reality with him. Anthony you know, Davis has not been healthy. That is, the, that is a fact. Yeah, but that's, but that's a, unfortunately, that's a, I got a championship, I'm good now. Now, no, I wouldn't even say that to him. I won't. I won't. I won't downsize his 
his career because his career has always been. I've been hurt, uh, like you know, not not was it always hurt. It's always like, but that's always... not the. But that's the truth. He has always been hurt. He, there's not a season he's played where he hasn't missed games due to injury. So he has consistently been hurt every year that he's been a professional basketball player. It's not something to deny. It's just the fact. At some point well, also, during the your season, of games that he's been hurt. You know what I mean? Because some guys get hurt. But, you know, they may miss a couple of games. He is out for weeks, sometimes months at a time where when you start figuring, again, like when you start thinking about Anthony Davis, sometimes you think about what what is his injury now? Like, it's like, no, it's not like, oh, yeah, he, he tore a ligament in the shoulder. It's not like he's got like a, you know, tore a meniscus or something like that, an ACL. He's just got these injuries that you'd be like, what's he hurt for? He always got a sprained toenail. He's out seven months. Like, what? Mm. Mm. I feel like this is like a preemptive attack. I mean, y'all go three games over 100. And instead of us actually, like, we haven't even, like, given. Let's talk talk about the Western Conference. Let's talk about the Western Conference. (laughs) Let's talk about the Western Conference. You did call it that Denver. We called it that Denver was going to. Uh, rise say, to the occasion. I, that I believe that Denver is. I don't care what they do in the regular season. I believe that Denver is going to be the opposing team in the Western Conference Finals. I've got them penciled to make the Western Conference Finals. So anything else that they're doing right now, I don't even. You can you can say that I've been bigging them up, that which is a fact, and I still do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But my my claim, my outward claim, my consistent claim is that they're going to make the Western Conference Finals. So I'm I'm kind of leaving Denver alone. Because I don't want to do that either. I don't want to be, oh, and then he was right. We'll get there. We'll get there. Because I, I, I went beyond them doing well in the regular season. Because Denver has consistently been a top four team in the West. I don't feel like speaking on them being number one in the West is even a big deal. Because I think they've done that before recently too. Anyway, mm. Denver, Denver is where, where a team with a two-time MVP and a healthy supporting cast should be. At the top of their conference, looking down figuring things out, giving young players opportunity to play. Shout out to Bones Highland. If he can ever figure out how to use that same amazing footwork that he uses as an offensive player, as a defensive player, he, he'll, he'll be able to be a mainstay. I think Bones Highland right now is an entertaining regular season player, and his minus is going to be clipped come playoff time because Denver has got a lot of really great wings who will have to pick up the slack on the fact that Nikola Jokic is not a plus defender. There's not a lot of things that Nikola Jokic does as a defender that can't be exploited by the right team in the right matchup. So Denver's got their work cut out for them. That's going to be their weakness. You're going to see it as the as the season progresses. More teams are going to figure out ways to directly attack the feet of Nikola Jokic, and he's going to be their starting center. And you've got to have people around him to protect him from that. That's their weakness. So it's been said early. If it hasn't been said anywhere else that y'all been listening Make sure you make note that you heard it on Views from the Clutch. Um, as far as the Western Conference goes, um, we spoke to this too, that Memphis is that team that is they're, – they're trying to stake their claim for, you know, forefront of the Western Conference. They've got a really great supporting cast around John Morant, a good coach. I don't buy their stock as them being a team that can go to the finals. Do you have has anything changed in your opinion? Do you think Memphis is a team that's going to be 
possibly playing for the finals. They could wind up. They're one and two. They could wind up playing Denver, and I wouldn't be wrong. I would be mad at that. But do you see them actually being able to go to the finals out of the West? Again, I feel sure, but I feel like Memphis. I always feel like Memphis is missing a player. They're missing a, a wing player. So I that's I guess can they get to the Western Conference Finals? Possibly. Definitely could get to the second round. Um, but again, for them, they need a West um appearance. I think that they also, like I said, without to me, I feel like without that, without that key, give them some points. Because the way they score, if it's not Ja, Bain is coming along, but they don't have consistent that third score because uh Jared, I mean um Jared Jackson Jr. He's not consistent because he's he he goes out for an extended period of time injuries, but they don't have a they don't have like a six man of the year candidate type player that could get you you know fifteen to eighteen points. And so they don't have shout that. Out to the, um, shout out to the Jones brothers who were able to play against each other, Tyus and I forgot. I think the other one's Ty. One plays for the Spurs, yeah, one plays yeah. for the Grizzlies. Yep. Shout out to another opportunity for NBA brothers to come together. I thought that was a dope moment. I didn't mean to segue you, but I just wanted to bring that up. I, I, I see exactly what you're saying. Um, I don't know who who we had on the cast who, who said this. It might have just been us who said it. But, like, remember how we spoke to, like, there's just some teams who got to go through something before they can crack that, you oh, know, crack that barrier. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we kind of saw it with Boston. They smelled the Eastern Conference Finals real early in Tatum's career. But to get back and actually get to the finals, it took them a couple more seasons. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, the Western Conference Finals last year, was that was that uh, Golden State versus Memphis or was that Golden State versus Denver? Who, who did they – or was it Phoenix? Who did who – did, who did Golden Man, State you got, to go to the you finals? You got me lying. Because remember, whoop that trick. That was the series where, you know, Golden State definitely beat Memphis. I just don't remember if it was the semis or the, the conference finals. Um, mm, good question. Good tired. question. Yeah, I, I've honestly, I don't. I have to look it up. Point, so, anyway, I, I see if you, if based off standards alone, you can't discount the fact that Memphis has the potential to come out of the West. Um, New Orleans, like, to me, you know what? I don't even want to run down them in this order. I just want to speak to what I feel could possibly be what we're going to play out. Um, the Western Conference didn't do enough to distance themselves from the Warriors. And that's dangerous. Because they were borderline 500 without Steph, which is what you could always hope for when you lose your best player. So they're trending last 10, five and five. They've lost three in a row. But Steph is coming back in a few days, supposedly. Mm. And they're only one game out of 500, and they're currently the eighth seed. The team that's in the fourth, Dallas, is only two games ahead of them, two and a half. Mm -hmm. If they let Golden State get above the fifth seed, that's my pick to be the other team in the Western Conference Finals. 
The only reason why I wouldn't be able to hold fast to that is because if they wind up getting the fourth seed and Denver's the first seed, they're going to see each other in the Western Conference semifinals, and that would be a bloodbath. You know, mm. that, you know the one plays the four and the five. Facts. If they win their series. So it's one eight, four five winner. So if that type of situation happens, it's going to, you know, mess with my projections. But I really have got to say for Golden State to hold the water in their, you know, in that time without Steph and manage to be at 500. And actually, I think they won a couple games on the road because they were like one in 15 and now they're two and now they're three and 16. So they're starting to figure out which rotation pieces fit. Maybe it has something to do with some of the teams they played during the 10 games that weren't, you know, able to really put their foot on Golden State and clearly, you know, cause them to be less than 500. But again, Clay had a couple of big games. You know, Jordan Poole, he always goes off when Steph is out. They, they were able to – and remember, they still don't have Wiggins. So I still feel like we haven't seen the best that Golden State has yet to offer. And it's dangerous that, again – and another and the same thing goes for Phoenix. Because Phoenix don't have Devin Booker for like another, what, two, three weeks? He, what did he mm-hmm. go down for, like a month? Yeah. If, if teams don't figure out a way to put – and remember, we said Phoenix is kind of like ripe for the kill, but this is like definitely like they're walking around on a broken leg. You know, Chris Paul only plays 50 games a season, and mm-hmm. that's total. You know? So you yeah. got to space out when you can get those 50 games. You might want to get to the playoffs so that he's available and capable of playing those that whole playoff run. Because the playoff run is what? Seven times four? 28? 28. So... If he only giving you 50, mm-hmm. you might only want to let him play like 20 games a season because that's where Chris Paul is at now. You know, these older guys are just simply put, it's even now, it's very difficult. And LeBron has proven it. You can't be an everyday player once you go past 35 in the NBA. Mm-hmm. LeBron go out, have 35, and then his ankle sore. And he's not playing the next game. You know, we see what's happening with Kawhi. Yeah, that's nobody's talking. No, nobody's talking about the Clippers. We we mm-hmm. we all know they're dangerous, but guess what? We also said if they're healthy. So so the West got a lot of weird subplots going on. And speaking mm-hmm. of health, Zion get better because now New Orleans they won without you. They went to the playoffs without you, so it's not like we can give them a pass. They they got to hold the water, but they were once competing for the first spot in the, in the in the in the West. But without Zion, they dropped a couple games. You know, that distance, it gets it grows anymore, and then they slide right into that four, five, six range. The West yeah, is it's crazy. The West is interesting. Yeah. The Lakers think, were able to every... steal a game from Sacramento. Literally stole the game. Stole the game. I mean, the refs gave it to them, but they stole the game. But De'Aaron mm-hmm. Fox is playing out of his mind. Yeah. Sacramento is for real. Shout out mm-hmm. to Mike Brown, you know. These are the type of these are the type of teams that accentuate Mike Brown's capacity as a coach. He's won a championship now as an assistant with Golden State, so he understands it. But coaching a team into that stratosphere, it don't happen overnight. But Sacramento is is making a turn because they've always been a team where it's like I could pick them for the playoffs, but I also could pick them for the lottery. And it's been that way for what, like the past 10 years, you want to say, if not more? 
Probably last. Probably should see Webb. Because remember, they had the. Remember they had the Demarcus Cousins era where it's like, all right, well, with a guy like Cousins and who they had as rookie of the year, Ty, uh, what was? Oh my goodness, they've had Tyreek Evans come through. This. Yeah, Tyreek Evans. They've had players that you know play well as members of the Sacramento Kings. Remember they had that last quarter that they had where it was uh, Buddy Hill and you know that crew that they just traded out to mm-hmm. Indiana. They were always on the verge or, you know, five, six, seven, eight games out of the eighth spot. With Luke Walton, they, they, you know, they weren't that good, but they were competitive enough with what they had on their team. You thought that they should be better. And Mike Brown has proven that gap. He's closed that gap. Good coaching will win you an extra 10, 12 games a year. Yeah, or, or at least keep you competitive in those games. And that's what guys need because the NBA, to be honest, NBA is about confidence. A lot of these guys are very good players. It's just when they lose their confidence, become a shell of themselves. Mm-hmm. So you get that believes in them and puts them in winnable situations and got confidence uh, uh, through the roof. I mean, you, you get players that step up, you know, so now that you, you're comfortable playing an eight-man rotation, nine-man rotation because you got guys that believe in themselves. I mean, that's always why we always, you know, Toronto's always kind of like middle of the pack team like because they always got guys that you never heard of but you always seen these guys on the this guy's always getting playing time he's doing this he's doing that and those guys are always confident you know and, and you build confidence and again next you know you start winning games upsetting teams and then when you get those those um sometimes you get a superstar every now and then and you end up winning you stay, you know, it's you stay. funny that you mentioned Toronto because everybody wants them to punt and start trading out players. And I think yeah. that would be do you think that makes sense? I think Toronto is, yeah, they're in a very unique situation because I feel like being that I think I feel like Toronto has to, this, ever since they lost Kawhi, they've been. What, okay, so here's what it was. Before before Kawhi got there, they were the right player away from winning the title. Mm-hmm. When Kawhi left, they were the right guy away from winning the title. So they lost the player overall because you gave out DeRozan and that got you Kawhi. But ultimately, what you traded DeRozan for somebody that replaces not only Kawhi, but DeRozan. And they didn't get that. They're yeah. still, you know how you speak of Memphis being one guy away. Toronto is one guy away, and the problem is they need a big with who they have to make it make sense. And guess what? They don't have a big in the pipeline. So I don't see how you, what do you trade that brings you back what big? You get what I'm trying to say? The moment they trade mm-hmm. out for a big, what made them need a big is going to become another deficit. So they have to hit a home run if they go into the trade market. And I think right now, with what's going on and the players that they have available, they're going to get low ball offers because you're going to have contenders trying to poach them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these guys are on contracts that, like, you can't just – Yeah, you're I not going to you... take back garbage. You're not going to get garbage. And, again, you can't – you're not going to gut your team for a Fred Van Vliet or a Pascal Siakam in order to do so because those guys are 
getting paid as top tier players. So you're not going to be able to get that. So that that's one of I, the. I think uh, they're on big contracts, but I don't think they're on. I mean, come on. You don't think you don't again? Like if I who do okay if 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 I'm the a team looking for a point guard, for guy, right? But you're in a you're in a sale, a team that's competing for. So that that's why I'm saying when we bring these type of scenarios out, who who makes sense to trade for Fred Van Vliet right now in their season? A team. Denver doesn't need him. No. Memphis doesn't need him. Nope. New Orleans doesn't need him. Nope. Dallas doesn't need him. Sacramento doesn't need him. What, the Clippers? The Clippers are going to trade for Fred Van Vliet? Because that gives you an upgrade over John Wall and Reggie Jackson? No. No. Minnesota? Well, Minnesota's mm. capable of anything. Say so, yeah. Yeah. Um, Utah? Ma- Ma- so what? You're gonna you you you're gonna get Miami? Miami? Oh, but so I Miami see- decides that they're done with with Kyle no, Lowry what- and they punt and send him back to where he came from. Well, we also, no, my, yeah, that's not, that's what I'm saying. When well, I'm looking he could, around he the do, league. He could do a coming home to retire. Like, you know, when it's time. No, but, you but you're right. Track. When you look around the league, there aren't, there aren't suitors. many teams to do that. Yeah. Suitors for that. You have to just try to figure out what's well, what. What are you going to do? You're going to trade James Harden there? No, no. Again, he's stuck where he's stuck at unless, unless it's some type of, Somebody goes down with an injury. And I don't think anybody you know? on that roster is 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 upset at that. I think that they're yeah. one of the most unified franchises from what we've spoken to about how they they all get together in the offseason and they all play together as a unit. I think that what's going on is that they're doing some draft positioning. We're going to be as good as we possibly can because, remember – you don't need to have the worst record to win the lottery. You just need to be mm-hmm. what? In one the lottery. Of the, exactly. And I haven't need a fighting chance. Draft, I haven't looked at their, their, their draft situation. Some of these teams might have multiple chances in the lottery because of their pick going to somebody else. Mm. So I don't know if Toronto may be in that situation. Like, or for instance, like Oklahoma City. Because remember, Oklahoma City has a couple of years where they have multiple first round picks I don't know if it's this draft I doubt it is because if it was then you know you might as well just send Victor over you know what I mean I'm saying that with like sarcasm you know when Benyana is, is going to be everybody's going to wait until their moment and until we get the draft lottery announcement and see who has number one pick we won't know where he's going but point is if you have multiple chances to obtain that number one pick in this draft and you can increase them by losing so that you're guaranteed a lottery slot. Yeah. You've already got these guys on the books. You know that they're not attracted to other rosters. There's a weird situation going on with Toronto with them and how they handle COVID and players and the, the arena and all that. It's kind of it's kind of quiet. They got a good coach. Yeah, definitely. For sure. So, so it's but- like and you got but, you got a pretty good GM. Okay, so let me say this: one player that is probably go teams are probably looking at, well, two players, the OG and Anobly kid, who is still relatively young. He's twenty five. 
been in the league five years. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to say Pascal Siaka, but Pascal's got, what is he, 30, I think, or close to being 30? He is 28. So teams, I mean, I can team, because both of them are 6'8". Six, six, yeah, well, OG's 6'7", and Siakam's 6'8". But I think I would be looking for OG because he's a defender, you know. They'll probably look at him as a um Okay, so look look at this. Fred Van Vliet, Fred Van Vliet's contract. It's only a four year eighty five million dollar deal. He's only on the books for around twenty mil. That's a okay. tradable contract. Oh, for Pascal. Pascal is on the books at thirty five. Jesus Christ. Year, and thirty seven because he's in an extension. He he goes into free agency in 2024, 2023, 2024. Next season is his last season under contract. He's a free agent yeah. after that. His age 30 season, he'll be a and, un- probably, he'll be a okay. and I could definitely see n- neither player being on the Raptors after that, after that. You know what I mean? Well, Van Vliet just signed his deal, and he goes into unrestricted free agency the same season. Yes. So I don't know how they pulled yeah. these extensions off. So yeah, right. so why so Toronto, why 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 not? Because you've already drafted a certified player. They have the rookie of the year in Scotty Barnes. And he's yeah, on the how, How's he doing this year? He's not doing that well. Uh so he had a little he's having a little slump, slump, huh? slump. Yeah. And you got and OG's on a seventeen million dollar deal. This is what I'm trying to say. Like Toronto don't need to trade anybody. The only reason why they would be trading is if they felt the need to help. Because OG's deal is a player option for that same season that Van Vliet and um Siakam go into the market. He could opt himself into the market that same season. Or he could or he could opt in if he doesn't get a better deal. Gary Trent, he's 17 mil, but what what is he? He's a fringe guy. Mm-hmm. You, you you use him because he's definitely a good player to have on your roster everywhere he's been. Yeah, everywhere he's been, he performs. But does he swing mm-hmm. the balance of a championship if he's not a sneaky deal? You know what I mean? Like, you get a guy no. like Gary Trent, you put him on a team where they already loaded and he's, a you know, an additional gun. Yeah. He'll tip the scales, but him single-handedly as an, as an addition to your roster, I don't think so. I, I already told you the smoke is out on Chris Boucher. He's an old young guy. Uh-huh. He's only only on the books for like twelve and a half mil. So, and the rest of these guys like Otto Porter went there. Precious is on a, a low deal because he came from Miami and he's like a second round or whatever. Like Toronto don't have salary cap issues, so they're not. I, I don't see them in a situation where they really are, you know, obligated to go out and play. Let's make a deal. And Masai is a very good GM. All right, so we didn't win this season. We didn't win last year either. Oh, that's what I need to pull up. But I can see, I can see, okay, let me ask you this. I can see, I can see Memphis trying to get OG. I don't see Memphis trying to get Siakam. I feel like him and Jaron Jackson wouldn't work. But I can see in there and being their three man. But I don't know what Memphis has that other teams would want because when you look at Memphis roster, their their starting five is the 
uh, young pieces that people will feel like, okay, I'll trade for that guy. The bench is a bunch of guys you'd be like, who? You know what I mean? Like, they're kind of like a grassroot bench. Like, they might have got, they're on the roster, nobody's checking for them. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of teams got some decisions to do. I mean, what do you do with Bradley Bill? What do you do with the uh, Kyle Kuzma? What do the Wizards do? You keep those players? I mean, Wizards are currently a 12th seed. That's not going to help. I don't know, man. You know, the, the Wizards are a team where it's like, you know? Yeah. You know they and don't figure out a way to not who get Who on right? their roster do you want? You know what I mean? Like, is Kyle Kuzma the answer for Memphis? Mm, I can't say that. Is, like, if I do I'm going after Bradley Beal? I don't know now. The Nobody's going after Bradley Beal. That's what I'm saying. Listen. So, that's what, nobody's going to go after Pazingas. So it's kind of like, yo, like what what is what do some teams have? No none of their Roy Hachimura has not, in my opinion, panned out to be, you know, he's a top ten pick. I don't see much development from from him. Uh if I'm if I'm trading for guys like from other teams on the, these rocks, I see, I don't see guys that I, I'm interested in. You know, so that that's the thing too. A lot of players, Bradley Beal, okay, Will Barton. I don't know if I want him. Yeah, I'm looking at yeah. So if I'm I'm skipping the Wizards only because I'm just my brain hurts trying to watch trying to figure out what they're doing in DC. Um, Orlando's too young, so they're not going to give up any of their pieces. Terrence Roy have some um, hidden deal to where he's telling teams on. And during the game, hey, don't don't trade for me. I don't want to go. I would have thought he would have been somebody's sixth man by now. You know what I mean? But guess yeah, not. Yeah, I, I had pegged him in another um, pause. I had picked him to possibly be somebody that the Lakers would try to swing a trade for, but I don't know. He's got voodoo. He's got voodoo. Oh, he's, got, he's, got, he's, got, he, he's got some really compromised pictures of uh, – Something I'm telling, I really think he's out there right now shooting. Come on, don't trade for me. I ain't going. Okay, you so know what I mean? Be- the the Thunder have the late the, the Clippers first round pick in this year's draft, and they're on. Man. So oh uh, yeah, it was the Clippers when they traded during the um old, right Oklahoma City traded. That's the Paul George trade. Yes, yes, okay. The Clippers are just they're a bunch of scrap parts trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah, that's exactly what they are. They're like just the scrap. You know what I mean? Like you you want them to do well. You know if they were healthy, if these guys were in the prime, this is a dangerous lineup. But the reality they're not, and the reality is they're going to have guys get hurt. You know because again, none of those players have consistently played. Yeah, sixty-five games. You want to hear something? What's that? Who, who do you think has the most first-round draft picks in this draft? In this draft, Mm -hmm. and it's not Oklahoma City. 
You said it's not Oklahoma City? No, it's not. Wow. Who has the most picks in, in, in this draft? First round. I don't know. I um let me see. Um I'm gonna go with Charlotte. The Knicks. Really? The Knicks have the rights to their pick in this draft. They have the top ten protected right to the Mavericks pick. So if the mm. Mavericks so if the Mavericks were to get a pick outside of the top ten, they could take their pick. They have the Wizards pick, but the Wizards are lottery protected, so they won't get it. And the Pistons pick is top eighteen protected, which they won't get either. Yeah, because the Pistons will be a lottery team, so that's a top thirteen pick. But they have the potential to have the most picks. Second is the Jazz; they have their pick, and the Timberwolves. Oh, pick. Exactly. Rudy, Rudy Gobert, Iced. yeah, yeah. Him. And the least favorable pick of the Nets, Rockets, and Sixers. So all three of those teams. Well, the Rockets, the Rockets uh-huh. pick would be good, but they don't have that. Indiana Trash. has the opportunity for for three picks. But nobody is cracking the lottery twice. So the Pacers own their pick, and they're obviously contending for the playoffs. They own the Celtics pick, but it's top 12 protected, which they won't make because – so they'll have the pick if they want it because the Celtics are going to be, like, one of the four best records in the league. So they're outside of the top 12. The Cavaliers, they have their pick, but it's lottery protected, and the Cavs aren't going to the lottery. So they could have the bottom half of this first round of the draft. Um, the Rockets own their pick, or they could swap with the Nets, and they have the Bucks pick in this draft. The Magic have their pick, and the Bulls pick, but the Bulls pick is top four protected, and the Bulls are fighting to get into the playoffs. Mm. You said, wait, the Bulls are fighting to get to the playoffs? Yeah, they're fighting. Man, that's a give it up. <laughs> I think the ball hurt doing? a month now too. It's a wrap, then. And Levine said like two legs ago, um, two games ago, he's like, I can feel my legs. But the Wizards just beat them, one hundred and ninety-seven. A lot of so mercy. the uh, so the Bulls are now nineteen and twenty-three, and that puts them in the standings at the tenth spot. Yeah, so but I mean, be playing, there's nobody afraid to do. Yeah, nobody's we're afraid. afraid. We're not even doing that. Listen, the Knicks got bigger things on their mind. We, we y'all, y'all, y'all trying to run down on, on Indiana right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, which is crazy because when we first started this, this wasn't a game. Now, of course, what was tip, unfortunately typical Knicks faction get to the fourth quarter. Oh, the it. Knicks and Pacers are actually playing right now. You know, this game means something, right? Yeah. The Knicks, the Knicks would be the sixth or tie. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all up seven with two nineteen to go. Okay. okay. Yeah, but it would, it, the Knicks just scored five straight because it was um, one oh three. Yeah, one. It was one oh three, one oh five. So okay, Knicks just scored five straight, which is a good thing. I mean, again, the issues, and I think most 
Most people will point to the at times. Oh, the Pistons beat the Timberwolves by seventeen. The Pistons. Yeah, well, it's the Timberwolves. Yo, they are first of all sad who, right now. First man. of all, who who? First of all, how would the Timberwolves have all of these? These pl- draft picks, players. Who is their coach? Like, because I'm like, you can't be this bad. Like the Timberwolves have always been like, yo, they you got, got Anthony the Edwards. You, you can't they give him no house and and lost their mind. First off, okay, it's gonna have to be revealed. Like Anthony, you're not gonna win or play for no title with Anthony Edwards as your best player. He's a good player. And when you give young guys high usage, you make them more valuable than what they really are. But he doesn't bend the court in a level of the MVP guys, and he'll he never will. <coughs> you mean to tell me you'll be able to put him in the in the category of on court dominance that you see somebody like Luca in right now? We know that's not the case. Am I am, am, am I like being disparaging when I say that? Anthony Edwards is a phenomenal talent, mm-hmm. but will he ever be at a level where he can impact the game the way that like the Lucas, he can't, he, he can't the do Embiid's, that. The 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 the, the Jokic, the Giannis's, yeah. but those the are Tatum's. Those are those are very special talents. He and would be I'm, lucky to get to Tatum's level of on court impact. Tatum. Yeah, but what, all those guys I just named. Yeah, but again, he can't. Okay, let's say this. And, and he, people argue that Tatum is only so good because Jalen Brown is so good. No, but Whereas, what I'm saying it's undeniable. With I'm, go ahead. No, 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 no. Absolutely. But what I'm what I'm getting at is, if that's to answer your question, that could never happen in Minnesota. Anthony Edwards, in my opinion, has to go somewhere else because Minnesota is not going to. Doing that though. Because what does Minnesota have? Because again, if he's supposed to be the man of the team, what's going on with that? The problem is the team itself. What I'm trying to say is, don't excuse yeah. Anthony Edwards by giving him the he got to go somewhere else. We know that already. Jimmy Butler left. Mm-hmm. He went on. Andy Wiggins left. He went on to greater success. The other Kevin Love. He went on to greater success. We know what the springboard is if you get to leave Minnesota, the problem mm. is how is it that Minnesota keeps finding new, not even new, but just keeps creating different ways to ruin themselves. They traded for Rudy Gobert and gave away their future as a fringe playoff team. They say, we'll take Rudy take our draft picks, our draft equity for the prime of our new guy that we just got. We just got Anthony Edwards. He's going to hit his prime 2028, 2029. Because he'll be in his mid-20s. He came into the league in 19. And all of the draft cachet that you would have, mind you, we all know that draft, draft capital is negligible to winning a finals. Because draft capital during your time of excellence doesn't really matter as much as it does when you need to get that talent to build yourself up to a championship level. Hmm. But if you don't trade for Rudy Gobert and you don't make the playoffs this year, guess who you're in the running for if you had kept your draft picks? 
you're in the run for Wimby. Now you're in the run for we got to make the playoffs. And y'all not going to do it. And we said this at the beginning of the season, and we weren't apologetic about it at all. Yo, I don't know what Minnesota is doing, even with Rudy Gobert, even if they figure out how to play with all those guys together, I don't see them as a playoff team. I said it, you said it. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just some organizations are not really trying to win. They want to pretend like they are, but they're not they're not trying to win. But it's almost literally worthy of an investigation that all the bulls are small city wizards. Okay, I said that. Oh, I'm a bad. Well, Kyle Kuzma hit the game winner. Look at your man, former Laker. Oh, and there was a there's a meme out where they show like the whole young core, and they're like, imagine if these guys have stayed together. Yo, y'all funny out there. Stop doing that, man. Stop doing that. No, nah, it wasn't gonna work. Jordan Clarkson want to fight everybody. I'm just joking. But anyway, listen. If 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 the Lakers keep that core together, then the Knicks don't have the greatness of Julius Randle to themselves. So y'all relax out there. If if the Lakers Ingram, he doesn't get to the blossom into an all-star when he goes to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kyle Kuzma looks great on a bad team. Mm-hmm. Jordan Clarkson, he's literally the only one of those guys who, who really was close to playing for something serious because he got to Utah when Utah was in their number one seed top defense in the league era. And he was the sixth man of the year. He had that time where he was close to winning. Or when he played with Braun in Cleveland and got dragged to the finals only to get mopped by Golden State. Don't, let's not forget the year that Cleveland traded their whole team away three times in one season after losing Kyrie. That's the pinnacle of, of Jordan Clarkson. And I'm not saying the pinnacle is the best he's ever. I'm saying the highest that he's been as a player. So all that talk of the Lakers core, Alonzo Ball, look at him, still not healthy. And I'm not disrespecting or saying it in a bad way. I'm just saying it's the truth. So you could look back and say, oh, if you had kept those guys together, listen, hindsight is always 20-20. We could do that with some of the Knicks core players. Some of them have played better in other cities. But the truth remains, that has to happen. That has to happen. Nobody's out here saying that, oh, you, 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 you didn't play well for the Knicks, so we want you to suffer for the rest of your NBA career. I'm pretty sure you don't got no ill feelings towards Kevin Knox, do you? No, 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 because unfortunately he's not even playing in wherever he's at. Detroit, I think? Mm. Maybe. I thought he was in Atlanta. Oh, no, he wasn't in Atlanta. He got traded to Atlanta first, but yeah, either way, he's not doing anything. And that sad part about it, I felt like that kid's confidence got destroyed, and so he'll never get a chance to ever. Um... Same thing that's happening to Cam Reddish now. Are yeah. y'all letting him play again? No, he's not playing. He's under the bench now, right? I think he's in the, still in the locker room. I think they just, yeah, they might they might tell him to stay in the park a lot. Don't even worry. He he I, he might have to. He might get. He might have to get in because RJ says, "Now that's my man. You gotta let him in." Because they gave RJ the extension. That's the only he probably literally has to wait at the door for RJ to let him in. That's sad. Because I thought he was playing. I thought he would have the potential. The, the Knicks could have used to see where he has, but again, he's you know, it is what it is with that. I ain't even gonna. Um, I thought he would play. 
But the last not. 10 games, he played one game for nine minutes. I didn't think he played that much. I don't even know who it was because the way ESPN structured it, it doesn't tell you. Um, like, oh, no. December 3rd. December 3rd. Damn. Versus Dallas. Damn. And a 121 to 100 loss. Yo, Tom Thibodeau really be taking players out to, and just shooting them. Pow. No. It don't even be it don't even be sniper shots. It be the it be the it be the rusty three eighties <laughs> that grandma told you to get rid of. For real. So you you getting an infection with the bullet wound. Damn. Damn, December third, Cam Reddy. You with the Duke, man. You with the Duke, bro. Huh. And, and you don't even say much. It's not like he was a head case. It's crazy. Again, again. Well, the Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks won by six. But yeah, one seventeen to one eleven. I think that's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, one nineteen, one thirteen. Oh, okay, the score just keep going up. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's final now though. Quality win. So now y'all both at twenty three and nineteen. Knicks is trending. I told you they got to get in that sixth situation, man. Yeah, yeah. And you got to fight for the seeds. Listen, you got to fight to be in that top six because you don't want the play in for the Knicks, man. You do not want the play in. Nah, you definitely don't. I mean, again, it's it's regardless. Who regardless. wants to play in? To be honest with you, because you're the the possibility. But, but the, but the right. reward is like Boston. Brooklyn, Milwaukee, like nobody. I mean, even huh. still, at the six speed, at the six speed, you get in Boston, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, unless Philadelphia is able to overtake. Or Cleveland, you know what I mean, and get them to. I mean, I I think Cleveland is. I think Cleveland could be Cleveland, the fourth, Cleveland fifth is that seed. fourth fifth seed. Yeah, man. yeah. But they were at the third again. You got to think about it. They're only out of the third game by what one game. The thing is, the thing is. We got to talk about the fact that how sustainable is, is Kevin Kevin Durant went down. Yes, I don't know. I don't know how much money we could put on them. I mean, they've been playing phenomenal, and and I predicted it. Give me my credit. I predicted. It. I said Kyrie gonna come back, and they gonna raise hell, and people mm-hmm. gonna not forget, but people is not gonna talk about what got him in trouble in the first place. And he played well enough to do that. Yeah, when this all is that put back dunk, that put back dunk. Yeah. Okay, Kyrie. Okay, when it solves Kyrie. a lot. When it solves then, a lot. You know Kevin Durant all of a sudden doing interviews? You see mm-hmm. that? Facts. Brooklyn Nets, Brooklyn Nets turned on the PR something something snazzy, but you know. Well, Durant's when it when it solves all because because if they would have been losing, they would have been talking still about how much of a distraction that would have been. But the mm-hmm. fact that if you win, there's no distraction. Because you're winning. Yeah, it would have been it would you have know? been the story of the season loss because of a tweet, you know? But exactly. That narrative. I mean, again, Brooklyn is a team. We saw themselves play themselves out of a playoff spot, or damn near almost out of one point. The last time Kevin Durant got hurt. They're capable of running off a bunch of losses just the same way they they're capable of running off a bunch of wins. I'm not gonna overly praise them, but I am it, it made me happy as a basketball fan to see them have some success. I hope they're able to keep it keep it going. But also, let's to your Haitian brethren, Jacques Vaughn. He coaching matters because Steve Nash had the same roster and looked 
lost out there. So Jacques Vaughn has the same roster and they look phenomenal. So coaching matters. So what would you say? Coaching my, my what brethren? Yeah, Haitian. He's Haitian. A Haitian. Yeah, I don't know. I just want to know where you got that from. Jacques Vaughn, I thought they said he was from. Okay, you know what? Now, now, now you, you know what? You're going to make me look this up. With the little bit of time we got left in the show. You, you need to. You need to. I you, thought you, you to thought you the one that told me that. I would never say that. I don't run around. I don't run around with the Haitian flag. You, I thought you told me that. Saying okay, if if I'm wrong, I apologize. But I thought y'all, you told me that. I could have sworn you told me that. Let me see. Could have sworn you told me that. Of course, you know there ain't much. There ain't much about them on that. You're going to leave me out there. Okay, that's what we're doing. And see, I'll talk bad about your Lakers. This is exactly what we're doing. All right. Let's see, he's from California. Oh, he's from L.A.? Okay. Shout out to him. Um, listen, let's, let's, go, let's go something else. We can't have so much. Uh, we need more, more space in there. Okay, yo, big shout out to Donovan yeah, he, Mitchell. He, 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 listen, man. <laughs> he ain't Haitian, bro. <laughs> do, okay? Stop playing with the flag. Stop being disrespectful. Listen, if you want to talk Haitian, talk Samuel Dallenbear because he was a certified Zo. You know what I mean? We're not going to do that. Just like people be running around talking about, oh, Usher? Is Usher Haitian? No, man. <laughs> no, man. We're not doing it. Stop playing. Stop. <laughs> yo, you about to make me choke, Stop. yo! You how you put Absolutely the accent playing. on, yo? How you put on the old, the old uncle, the, the mm-hmm. uncle with the church socks and the mm-hmm. suspenders on with the shorts and the Bluetooth? How you put that accent on real quick? Stop playing with us, bro. Yo, Stop I'm playing with us. We don't do that. You want to do that? You know what I mean? Okay, I'm I'm, I'm fine. This I don't do know that. if he is. I'm like okay. Thought he said okay. Either either you know way, I mean? shout out to Donovan Mitchell for scoring seven. I'm Haitian and I'm African American, so you know what I mean. I'm 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 fully vetted over here. Okay. So shout out to Jock Vaughn and the amazing job that he did in exposing that Steve Trash was not a was not the type of coach that exactly that um that Brooklyn needed. But that's Brooklyn's fault. And that still don't that still don't like exempt or make what Kyrie and KD said to start the situation any better. That whole situation they doomed it. So that that's that's pretty much it. I do hope that Brooklyn is able to sustain their success. Success though, I like the idea of where the East is at right now, as far as how that conference been over the past ten years. Well, basically, since LeBron left, I think this is the strongest the Eastern Conference has had their top teams be since LeBron was gone. And mm. that, that, that's a lot to be said, but that's pre-Durant injury. You know what I'm saying? Because the Eastern Conference changes once, once Brooklyn isn't one of the top teams. Then it, then it goes back to 
Boston, Milwaukee, you know, Boston, Milwaukee, Philly. When Brooklyn's not competing, because remember, Brooklyn, that win streak catapulted them from, like, what? They were, like, the 10th seed or something like that? 10 to 2 or something like that. Yeah, so they went on, and, you know, we talk about it all the time, and players talk about it all the time, like, oh, we get this player back. Like, me, as a, as a fantasy Laker fan, I could say, oh, we get AD back and he's healthy. We might win nine in a row. A nine-game winning streak definitely – I'm saying it for the sake of the hysteria, not the reality. Stop doing that, man. <laughs> Stop doing that. Anyway, point being, if y'all let if y'all let Cam Reddish play and Cam Reddish starts and Cam Reddish is part of a nine-game win streak, the Knicks go from 23-19 and 19 to 32-19. and 19. Well, that's that happened for the – remember the Knicks were uh, kind of hovering around that 10th spot. 10th seed, and then they ended up getting that eight-game winning streak, and that jumped them all the way up to fifth, but then unfortunately they went on a four-game losing streak to drop them down to like that. So, again, oh, cool. it, this... Um, I'm right. This, uh, yeah, because, yeah, that's, I mean, the thing about but the six... The point, the point I was bringing up is that, like, teams are capable of doing that, but as you get later in the season... And the differences in the um, winning percentages accumulate. So right now, Boston is what 20, 25 and like fourteen or something like that, right? Yeah, so it, we're in that range. 30 and twelve. Thirty and twelve. Thirty and twelve. I'm sorry, apology, Boston fans. Thirty and twelve. That means there's an eight game spread between them getting the five hundred. So now that gap is bigger from the bottom, trying to catch up. Because they're going to continue winning at their clip. So they're winning it. When you're 30 and 12, that means you're winning, what, eight out of every 10 games type of thing? 30 and 12 is 42 wins. So 40 yeah. divided by 40 divided by 10, yeah, you're like eight and two. Eight and two, eight and three in 11 games, that type of thing. You're in that range. So you winning 10 games in a row from the bottom is not going to catapult you as much. This was the time to do it. The Knicks did it. At, what I was trying to get at was that the, when the Knicks did it was a very opportune time. And now that you're in that winning percentage where you're above 500, you have to hold the water. Yeah. You definitely have to beat the teams that are right in that realm of you. So every time yes. Indiana come, if you get Indiana on the schedule, you know you got to hit them. Yeah. Miami come, you got to hit them. All those, that 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, you can't be losing to them now. You cannot. No, you can't. Go, ahead, yeah, go yeah. out there. Go ahead and go out there and let Giannis kick y'all ass because that's Giannis. I get it. Go ahead and be going to give y'all a tough game. I get it. But yeah. anybody below that below that round? Yeah, any, like, any from 7 to 12, you got to beat up. No, from 4 to 12, you got to fight all those games. So when Cleveland come to the crowd, you, you oh yeah, facts. You can't just say, yeah. "Oh, Donovan, give us fifty, and we'll be able." No. Uh, uh-uh. I follow what you say. So that you can afford that, like we know we're not the best of the best. These teams is good. like you, even even as a coach who's trying to win every game possible, you have to understand there's pockets of teams that you just simply you going out there throwing a punch in the dark when you play them. And we just being real about where the Knicks stand and where the Lakers stand. There's certain teams, you see them on the schedule, that's a clip. And if your team win, you're like, oh, they played over their heads. Mm-hmm. 
I don't favor Boston. I mean, I don't favor Boston to lose to New York. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't favor Milwaukee to do it. It's an upset. Mm-hmm. You tell me the Knicks beat them? I'm saying that's an upset. Knicks came up. Mm-hmm. But everybody below that rung, below Philly, below yeah. Brooklyn, nah, mm-hmm. you got to clip up. Right. You got to clip up. It's grip season. So I'm, I'm interested in how, how New York takes that approach going forward because I see that now they're doing that. It seems like like y'all don't. Well, Jalen Brunson is very key. They, they, we also have to at some point talk about the early um, postseason. No, not the, even the postseason. early MVPs. The no, MVPs. I'm talking about early All Stars. Oh yeah, the because there's going to be there's going to be some there's going to be some who thought was starting is not going to be starting. There's going to be some guys that you thought was going to make it, but because those starters, the guys that could have got in off the fan vote, they now have to be a coach's pick. You know, because again, well, they talk about... remember the fan vote is no longer absolute, so... With yeah, the it's fan not, vote, but... Isn't it, isn't it like right. they give it like a 55%? They get, they, yeah, they get, they get a smaller percentage than they it's did weighted. before, but... It's weighted, but also the thing about it is when you have, again, they give it like this. You got Tatum, Durant, Giannis, and Embiid. One of those four guys is not starting. But if you look at it now, four of those guys already now you're looking for eight guys outside of that. So who well, makes with up the, the weight? Okay, so we're at January. Kevin Durant's not playing in this All Star game, so he's going to be the top vote getter. He's going to be able to pick the team like he did last year. And you're going to sit out. He won't you're going to sit out. Game. So that that dilemma has resolved itself. Prediction. I'm not trying is to that, take the fun or pop your balloon, but I'm just saying we know that Durant's not going to play because he's out six weeks. Over okay, so so and we're let already me say this. in the first week of, of January. Yeah, because All Star All Star break is about probably thirty days. Valentine's Day. Maybe a, it's Valentine's Day. Yeah, so almost almost thirty days yes. from now. In so again, depending on what you do. From now until that time frame, because the Knicks have to get a player in there. It might they might try to do a late push for two players, but they got to get Why one. Why do the Knicks have to get a player in there? Because of where they're playing, there's the possibility that they could be the sixth no, 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 seed. But where, where does that have to? You're saying that like that's like some type of be- like be- law be- of nature or like be- mandated. No, rule. but because Is there a rule because that I'm not aware of. Again. It is very rare that you have a top six team team over over five hundred. It's very rare that each team that has winning records like that don't get one player in. A, the player is averaging twenty points or more. I don't. Talking about, are, so is this is, is this is this your way of saying that Jalen Brunson is going to be an all star? I think they would give it to Randall over Jalen Brunson. I mean, I think. It will be it will be one of the other. I doubt it will be both, but I would not be surprised if it's one or the other. But I, I don't think that the Knicks, who had an eight game winning streak, a five game winning streak, who are a top six team, if it if it started today, the All Star game, you have to put one of those guys in. And that's what I'm saying. They might you cancel each other. 
Because both guys are averaging over twenty plus points. So, so there's never been an All Star game where guys. Didn't I didn't say never. No, no, in. I never said never. I never said never because it has happened where teams have top players. All right, all right. So, so, so let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Shoe wins based off of the vote. Giannis. You oh, have, facts. You have yeah, it pulled up. What? Oh, damn! So Josh was dunked on somebody. You you got you got to pull you you got to pull. Okay, so I'm not I'm not doing up. I'm not doing votes. I have the uh, all I have is this. I'm looking at my phone and it shows the standings, the you NBA standings. I sent. I you think I sent you. Returns. You gave me the East first thought, return. So look. So this okay, is what hold on. Let me look. Let me look. I got it. I got it. It's in our text message. So Kevin I know, Durant but I'm saying I leading, still look. He's leaving at yeah. He's leading with three point one. I'm already I'm already telling you that he's not going to play. But as a top yes. vote getter, he's going to be the captain. So it's going to be Team Durant versus Team Team, team Durant. Team what? LeBron. LeBron. So okay. Kevin Durant, although he'll be an All Star, he won't count as a roster spot because he won't be able Facts. to play. So okay. What is that? That gives you a whole fresh thirteen guys. Well, twelve. When you have a replacement player, you replace them. I, no, so I'm saying but, so you have twelve more. more. No, so I'm saying yeah. So Durant, I wasn't counting. So you have to find 12 more besides Durant. You have to count 13 more. If there's 13 on the roster, how many? How many? No, there's, there's 12 on the roster. Okay, 12. Okay. So then Durant makes the 13. Fair. Yes. All right. Giannis is going. We know Yeah. That. Giannis and B. Tatum. Shoeing. Kyrie and Donovan Mitchell. You're going to okay. get Jalen Brown voted in because the so top team in t- the East. So that's, so that's six. So that's six. You say James James Harden? No. You don't think James? Okay. So you say Trey Young? I said Kyrie, Donovan Mitchell, and yeah. Jalen Brown. Okay. So that's that's what I'm saying. So that's six, though. That's six total. You got six more guys. Okay. Um, so that's what I'm the saying. Coaches. The coaches are probably going to send Jimmy Butler, and he's not going to go. They won't have to replace him, but he'll be he'll be on that team. <coughs> Demar Derozan is out six weeks, so even if he gets voted in, he's going to wind up getting replaced. Um, maybe Harden does go because of the the amount of people that are that are out. He'll be on the twelve man team. I think Paolo probably goes. I don't think so. Ben Banquero, he he's probably the rookie of the year. Goes because he's the best player on one of the worst teams in the league. He doesn't get to go to the All Star game. Fair. I, 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 I can doubt, see. I, I can see. I can see them but do you see going Kuzma with going winning. Going with winning, so I can see Brooklyn getting two. Boston getting two. But we just made Phil- two from Brooklyn. So you got to put, if you already put Donovan Mitchell, that's why I say. So you have to throw a Nick in there. Again, I don't know if you have to, but if you're going to throw a Nick in there, I would hope that they choose Brunson because they're guarding low. I'd rather see when, Brunson there. If, if you're going to tell me a left-handed guard from the East has to play in the All-Star game right now, yes, I pick any Brunson. Any left-handed I pick, guard. I pick, I, pick, I pick Brunson over Harden. I'm with you. 
If you yes. pick, if you say yes. a left-handed player has to play in the All-Star game from the East, and there's Harden, Randall, and Brunson, I still pick Brunson. I don't want to see Julius Randall in the All-Star game again. But again, when you're looking at the numbers he's putting up, Randall is... That's why I said... That's why I'm saying it's either or. I don't think I don't think it's, it's not either or. No, it's not either Randall or. No, it's not one going. or the other. Randall's not going. I would not be I'm saying to you, I'm not surprised if he goes. But I don't think you the, the Knicks will get. I'm not. No, I'm not betting because I'm not if necessarily a, if, saying okay, you're I'm wrong. saying it right now on views from the clutch. So today. you're saying if, if a, a Nick goes, goes to the game this it, year, it's going to be Jalen Brunson. That's it. Okay. I, and I'm saying if KD's not playing, they're going to you know how they, they have these. Oh, weird, this is you saying that there might be two Knicks going. No, I'm saying there's going to be one or the other. Right. I'll be shocked if if we get two. I said Y'all I'll not be getting shocked, two, man. The Knicks no, getting one. Know. If the Knicks above five, if the Knicks continue to play, son. If the Knicks get two, if the Knicks get two, you there's gotta definitely doing. say. You gotta definitely say they doing something good for the Knicks. If the Knicks get two All Stars, I'm gonna buy a pair of Ewings. What does that mean, though? Ewings might be on the clearance rack for eleven dollars. We don't know that. That still means I gotta buy them. I'm committing to it. Yeah, it's something I don't want to do. Yeah, all right. I, yeah, I don't New wanna... York Knicks color Ewings. How about that? What does that mean, though? I'll get New York. You can put them on the cover of the promo art. I might do That's that how... anyway. <clears throat> but they won't be. But if I lose, I'm going to cop a pair of Ewing colored Knicks, throw them on my feet, take a pick, and that's going to be my, my way of showing my loss. You feel me? Okay. So let me I'll say this. So Randall's averaging 24 10. And four assists in forty-one Salute. games, right? Salute, salute. Listen, so, and I don't want to make it seem like I'm not a Julius Randle fan. I love he was a shoot, shooting thirty-four percent from three, right? That's not a good number, bro. Thirty-four percent from three is not good. For for for, it's not good. Period, bro. Don't do that, man. In this era, of shooting thirty-four percent from three is not good. League average is like 36, 37. I mean, elite and better is thirty-six, thirty-seven. Thirty-four is that's middle of the pack, man. Did I lose you? Hi. Uh-huh.